Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Also, portions of the live stream may be edited for podcast release. We appreciate your understanding. city in the world broadcasting to fans of anime and the japanese culture all around the world we welcome you to the one and only extreme anime radio podcast it is november 11th 2020 it is a very special extreme anime radio podcast for many reasons that we will go into as we go along first and foremost we cannot go along without my co-host north of the border say hello to mr nef canuck hello sir Good evening, and how are you, sir? Oh, boy. Um, I was just telling you off air, on my days off, it seems like my family members can't leave me alone. Have you had any of those days lately? Between family members, co-workers, I'm going, it's almost like there isn't a pandemic, you know, <laughs> and we can do whatever the heck we want, whenever the heck we want. Exactly. Ugh. Um, but uh, yes, the pandemic continues. That's not new news, but <laughs> um, some things uh, to just briefly touch on as we start tonight. Uh, first of all, um, this is November 11th, so in the United States, we celebrate Veterans Day. Uh, we give thanks to the members of our armed forces who are serving and who have served. Um also, in Canada and other countries of the Commonwealth, as they say, it is Remembrance Day, which is basically, Neff, your version of our Memorial Day uh, to remember those who have uh, died fighting for, um, you know, the Commonwealth. 
Yeah, uh, those who have fallen in defense of our freedoms and those who serve to continue them. Mm. On days like today, it is uh, very important to uh, show our appreciation to all of our military currently serving, all of our veterans, and of course, uh, pray for those who have um, died uh, defending our freedoms, as Neff said. Um, so today being uh, Veterans Day and Remembrance Day, uh, today is also our first podcast since um, the sad news that we learned uh, earlier this week about um, a very, very popular man from Ontario, Canada, the host of Jeopardy for decades and really the greatest game show host of all time, uh, according to the books of some. The question is, who is Alex Trebek? Very good, sir. He would have appreciated that. Mm. When you, everybody thinks of Alex Trebek, I'm sure most of our listeners remember him from Jeopardy, which he started hosting in 1984. But even at that time, he was hosting multiple game shows in multiple countries. He's one of, I think, only a handful of people who've done that, hosted game shows in both Canada and the U.S. My favorite Canadian game show memory was... A silly little game show, I think it was 1983, so just before Jeopardy, and uh-huh. probably what drove him to Jeopardy, called Pitfall. Oh, I've heard now, of Pitfall. Yes, it was your standard game show set up with questions and answers, but it was the bonus round that was the most insidious. Ooh. Because they built this giant set for the bonus round. You were basically on a series of platforms, and to win the bonus game... You had to cross those platforms by answering questions correctly. Oh, boy. Now, this is a Canadian game show. That's a red flag, folks. (laughs) Why is that a red flag? Because, one, things will invariably go wrong. Two, they don't stop taping to fix them. (laughs) They just shoulder shoulder on. Soldier on. Wow. So, anyways, poor Alex, half the time had to either, you know, call for the clock to stop when a, a platform didn't drop when it was supposed to, when a contestant got a question wrong, or when it did drop and it wasn't supposed to. <laughs> so this happened, I think this only lasted a season, so I think right. it was 13 weeks at the time, so 13 times 5. The best part, and he, tell, and he told this story years later, the production company stiffed him. For, for his services. Oh, that's right. They gave, they gave him a check that went boing, and he kept it in his office as a reminder, I think, of, hey, make sure you get cash on the barrel head. Don't take checks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so was he uh, filming Pitfall and Jeopardy at the same time back then or another game mm-hmm. show? I think I can't. I can't remember the other game show. He might have been filming Classic Concentration. Ah, that was it. Yeah, because he had a very uh, good relationship with NBC at the time, and he was doing all of their shows, right? Right. Which actually led to a really odd situation because he appeared on another network's game show mm. as a celebrity contestant. Oh, that would have been Card Sharks. I see. Which at that time was on CBS. Jim Perry. Exactly. So he's appearing on another network on a game show. You wouldn't do that today or it would be very unusual. But back then it was more, you know, 
they they got away with that. Right. And I think Alex Trebek won the tournament there too. Exactly. But the funny thing was, he literally, like everybody else shows up the very first day in their botany 500 suits, you know, all done up to the nines. <laughs> yeah. He, he showed up, I think it was the first episode, he showed up looking like he walked out of a disco. Okay. <laughs> L- lapels, the, the, the dripping gold, they just, ah. And he's like, oh, I guess I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he appeared, he would just keep wearing the most bizarre things up to and including a Habs, uh, Canadian, Montreal Canadian sweater because he was a big Montreal Canadiens wow. fan. Wow. Now, that leads me to my encounter with Alex Trebek. Oh, yes. Uh, you t- you teased about this uh, a few days ago. Yes. In what happened was, back in the day, this is about 20 years ago now, <laughs> uh, Jeopardy was on a different network up here in Canada. And they were trying to boost the ratings. So what they decided to do was hold Canadian tryouts at the local CTV affiliate, which okay. was in Toronto at the time. So they say, come on and, you know, put in your thing and, and you might get chosen to, to participate. So I do it. What the heck? I'm figuring no way I'm going to get chosen. I get a letter and a phone call. Wow. You're in. Come on this date and bring a, bring a pen. Okay. Wow. So. Me not knowing any better, you know, I dress to the nines because I'm like, damn, I'm not going to show up looking like a slob, right? <laughs> right. Which I'm actually glad I did because 99% of us showed up, you know, nicely dressed. Right. And so they administer a test, which was, I think, and I'm trying to remember this now, I think it was 50 questions in about 25 minutes or so. Like there wasn't very long between questions. Oh, you wow. had to keep going and going. And it was done on videotape and the announcer at the time, Johnny Gilbert was giving you the questions. Oh, wow. So we finished the test. They collect them and they say, by the way, we've got a surprise while you wait. We're all like, eh? who comes wandering out from behind the stage? The man himself, Alex Trebek. Wow. And while they're marking the tests, he's talking to the audience, taking questions, etc. And then I saw Alex Trebek for like maybe one of the few times in his life Uh ever answer a question and not be happy about it. Like he was not pleased with the question. The question was, Uh oh, Uh oh, yeah. The question was, since you're out in L.A., do you root for the Clippers, the L.A. Clippers or the L.A. Lakers? (laughs) Okay. Now, remember, this is the year 2000, I think. His response, the Toronto Raptors. And he said it so flat, <laughs> you could have heard a bee fart in that studio. They, they were, everyone was that shocked the way he answered that because he was like, you know, I'm a Canadian. I will support the Canadian NBA team. Thank you very much. So it was like, ooh, okay, we know what gets Alex mad. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, that was the thing. Unfortunately, I didn't pass. From what I understand, if you got to the next round, now Alex wasn't the one giving the questions, but they had uh, the, the show's producer mimicking Alex doing a, doing a simulated game right. with the people who had actually passed. Unfortunately, I'm not that smart. Oh, 
But like I said, that was my encounter with Alex Trebek. And as I say, wonderfully charming with us. And, you know, obviously he's like, okay, I'm in Toronto. I'm going to have some fun with this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm back in Canada. going to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. That's what I think. That's why I think he responded the way he did. But, uh, yeah, you're lucky that you uh, were able to meet Alex in person, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he came up to us individually, mind you, but, no, we, we got to answer, ask our questions, et cetera. I don't think I got, a, I got a question out because, like, everybody's, like, asking questions. I'm just sitting there going, blink, blink, Alex Trebek, blink, blink. <laughs> so I was, so I was a, little, a little starstruck, you could say. But, uh, yes, uh one of the last great game show hosts, really. And as I said, he's hosted the game show the longest ever. And I don't think there's going to be anyone who will beat him. I, I just don't see it. Right. Because, of course, game shows don't last the way they used to. Exactly. I mean, you get five years out of a game show nowadays, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. You know? So, and of course, that leaves the question. They have episodes in the can. They've already announced how they're going to how they're going to use them. And then what happens after that? Nobody knows. Right. But it's going to be different, no matter what they do. Of course, um, it, they're going to continue airing uh, Jeopardy, the final shows that he hosted, uh, and with the last show airing actually on Christmas Day. Yeah, because he was literally working, they said, up until, I think they said, October 29th. He did his last five shows. Right. Two weeks before he passed. Yeah. And one other quick hockey story, because, mm. of course, I'm Canadian, and it, it's, you know, Alex Trebek. Right. Um, this past year, the NHL entry draft was, of course, unusual, because it was virtual, like all the other major sports leagues drafts. And they actually had him announce the pick. For the Ottawa Senators. The Ottawa Senators. Wow. I, I don't know what the connection was other than I can't remember. The story goes that either he called them or they called him. Right. And this was and this was arranged. Now, because it wasn't clear who Ottawa was going to pick, apparently he did three different takes with the three possible selections that Ottawa had in mind. Mm. But it turned out to be their first pick, Tim Stutzel. Who who uh, was the was the eventual draftee? Mm, okay. So I I, I just laughed because I'm going the Ottawa Senators. One, why didn't you do it for Montreal? Two, why the heck didn't Toronto try to get them? Shinigami <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liz in the uh, chat here on Discord saying uh, that your story brings to mind a song from Widow Yankovic. I lost on Jeopardy. Funny thing is that song references the version of Jeopardy before Alex took over. Right. The version with Art Fleming. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I wish he had actually done that with Alex, you know, being there. But such is life. Right. Although if you uh, ever have ever seen Will Ferrell doing Alex Trebek on Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> it's like, okay, take poor Alex, t strip away all the char all the humor that he has, mm -hmm. and you know, and then th that's Will Ferrell's take on him. 
which is like, okay. <laughs> but then, then there was that time that Alex, the real Alex Trebek shows up. Right. There was the one sketch where he, where he showed up. And it's just like, my mind is going, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but then of course you have, uh, whatchamacallit, Daryl Hammond was like, uh, the key part of it as well. Oh yes. With, with his, uh, ma- mangling of the English language. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to do the lines he does because a, they're not family friendly. The most of them. Oh no. And B, I can't do them that well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think uh, Norm Macdonald was part of those sketches. Jimmy Fallon was a part of those sketches, too. So, Yeah, so like I say, Jeopardy was that game show where even if you hated the show, even if you didn't despise it, if you happened to cross it, you'd end up watching for a few minutes for one of two reasons. One, you wanted to see the contestants fail. Two, you wanted to see if you could answer a few questions. Mm. most of the time I tended to be in both camps at the same time because I'm like okay I can do this you can't and then I flame out spectacularly right. and mm. uh, yeah Liz made a point but I think I mentioned on the last show uh, about uh, Sean Connery's passing too yeah and and with Sean Connery you know he was literally the prototypical Bond he is Bond there's nobody who's going to be Bond. And if only because he could deliver lines that nobody else could and make it work. Mm. I mean, that whole scene in Goldfinger, to me, that's the money scene. And you, I think I know you know what scene I'm talking about. Where he's strapped to the table and there's a laser. Yes. And that laser is heading somewhere that it's going to hurt. <laughs> And Bond is laying there like, Goldfinger, you expect me to talk? <laughs> and Goldfinger's response is, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> and the best part was, the actor for Goldfinger, Gert Frobe, could not speak English well enough to deliver that line. <laughs> they had to overdub him. Wow. So you're, you can imagine, you have to give your line to somebody who's not giving you the line back you expect, right. or at least not the way you expect. Hmm. So you know, and then there was that one. There was that one line he he did in a in a later Bond flick, the last one before the unofficial one, which would have been Diamonds Are Forever, right? Where he wakes up after being knocked out and looks at a mouse or a rat, I think it was, and says. I'm not sure, but one of us smells like a tarted handkerchief. And the mouse is doing this, you know, trying to clean its nose, like, you know, smelling something. Right. And then Connery smells himself and goes, oh, I guess it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. I, uh, I, have the, uh, I have the entire 007, well, obviously not the more recent ones, but uh, a few years ago they released a Blu-ray collection of all the 007 films. I better watch it before Blu-ray goes away. I I was going to say, I have probably that same collection. But apparently in Canada, and I haven't checked this to be, to be verified, but they, one of the stream, well, the main streaming service up here, Crave, has added all the Bond flicks. Oh. Which, which was a weird omission for me because I was like, 
why wouldn't there be a Canadian rights holder that would have the films? Right. So that's one of the things I plan to do over the weekend since the English Premier League is gone, NASCAR is gone, all that's left is NFL football. Mm. So my Saturday is pretty open, and I'm going, yeah, I could see a couple of Bond flicks. There you go. Well, uh, there's a lot going on in the world, and uh, we've um, we've taken up a good portion of the podcast so far, really reminiscing about uh, uh, Alex Trebek and also Sean a little bit. Um, but um, another thing we do have to talk about, Neff, is the fact that this is going to be our last show using our Shoutcast server. Because next week we are scheduled to debut on Twitch. Ooh, that should be interesting. I can't remember. Will Will I need a paper bag by then, or are we are we not going that far yet? Uh no. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe if your alter egos show up, we might have to ask for it. But uh... well, if it's either of the two idiots in the closet, um, let me be honest. Their agent is asking for a very large percentage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have to put in a call to the union and see what can be arranged. Mm. Actra is a very funny union when it comes to that sort of stuff up here. <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> yeah. But um, really the uh, the end of an era as far as um, we go for regular business, because this will be our last uh, Shoutcast show. Uh, we've basically kind of been using shoutcasts uh, for the greater part of Extreme Anime Radio's existence, really. Um, uh, save for the early days when Kay had his own server and then we went to Live 365 and all that stuff. But um, but yeah, since uh, since then we've been mostly shoutcast and uh, shoutcast is still used in some respects. And the fact that will be a backup for us in case we need it. Um, we'll still be using the software that we use maybe to record some interviews in advance. Uh, but, um, other than that, um, next week we are scheduled to make our grand debut on Twitch. Um, we still have to, um, kind of work out how things are going to go on that. Um, and there is a good possibility that, uh, we will be doing some unannounced Twitch streams uh, in the days leading up to the official debut uh, just to make sure that uh, we're good to go on our ends for um, the um, debut. Um, Now, as uh, Neff kind of alluded to, you will be seeing our faces next week. Some of you might be seeing our faces for the first time next week. Uh, So... Um, we have to get ready for that as well with the paper bags on standby. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, and Extreme On Radio Podcast is not responsible for any illness or any psychoses that are caused by the curtain being revealed. Yes. At least in my case. Or if my eyes go blind from my, uh, webcam. Uh, I think I've mentioned that before, but the webcam I have is a Razer Keo, which I bought, uh, slightly discounted. Um, um, and it seems to be working okay. Uh, uh, we're going to hook that up again, but yes, uh, it emanates the, the big halo light, uh, depending on how you, uh, twist the ring on it. Uh, 
So if it's low light, you can uh, really make yourself stand out uh, to your audience, I think. Well, um, the way I have things set up right now, I think I'm okay, but I do have my own uh, version of a key light coming. So if necessary, you know, backfill a bit. But I have a bigger, I have a big, I have a bigger change coming, which may or may not be in place by next week. Oh yes, and uh, yeah. Before uh, we talk about that, uh, that reminds me that I have to get my uh, my place kind of tidied up a little bit before I turn on this webcam because I don't think I'm gonna be uh, investing in a green screen anytime soon. You know, like the nice Elgato you have. <laughs> well, as I as I said before. I got lucky and bought it before everything went to crap back in March. Right. So I managed not to get absolutely uh, torqued on pricing because I know what the Elgados go for now. Whoa. Right. Uh, speaking of torqued, that kind of uh, describes your new computer, and it's basically time, right? Yeah. Um, the old black box, it ain't what it used to be. I currently am running a i7-3770 series cpu uh 16 megs of memory and basically a couple of ssds this machine is just falling apart folks at this point now it's gotten to the point where it actually crashed on me during a zoom meeting for work today so i I knew it was time that that was the final signal so i've ordered a new machine um because i need one that i can actually lift and carry myself i'm into the smaller more compact powerhouses Right. Now, if you want to look up what I've bought, these are the keywords. MSI Creator P100 I9. The P100 sounds familiar. Yes. It comes in either white or black, but apparently they're not producing them anymore and all they have is white. I don't really care because it's going in a in a little cubby hole anyway. Ah, this looks uh, this looks very very nice and compact. Yes, indeed. And if you have the right model up on your screen, and I think you might, I believe uh, so. you'll know that it it is a little powerhouse mm. with a i nine tenth generation, uh-huh. thirty two gigabytes of memory, uh-huh. uh huh, one ter one terabyte SSD. Uh-huh. And a two terabyte uh hard disk drive. Wow. And an NVIDIA two eight two zero eight zero super version of the card. Oh wow. Uh, an RTX? Yes. Did they make the RTX of that small? This particular one, yeah. Gee. So it's, so... it's basically the same type of... Because uh, I have an RTX 2060 Super on mine. Mm. Now, I think the main difference between a 60 and an 80 is that the 80 has more li- like more data lines activated, mm. which allows for faster performance. I so I think, that, I think the 2060s are basically what they would refer to as binned parts. In other words, they couldn't hack it as 2080s, uh-huh. but they can sure hack it as 2060s. I see. So... Yeah, because I've always been of the opinion to over overbuy and then get eight years out of it. Like, I got eight years out of this thing. Mm-hmm. So if I get eight years out of the next one, yeah, I, I'm going to be blunt with you. This ain't a cheap machine, but mm-hmm. if it does everything I need to do, 
and I get eight years out of it, me. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I congratulate you, I guess, in more ways than one. Uh, your perils remind me that I may have to, as much as I've said on the show that, you know, with new Apple technology, we should always wait to make sure it works. I may be running into a situation with my iPhone, the battery starting to drain a little more quickly than expected. Um, now, I will say this. I know they've been releasing uh, iOS updates fairly regularly for that. Mm. So they're up to 14.2. Right, I, which I'm not on. I'm not even on 14 yet. Mm. Well, you can always check your battery health. They've they put that app in uh, iOS 13. Right. My battery so health was wanna... sitting like at 85 and or 90%. Well, 85 would be borderline problematic. Right. Because uh, after that, they, they thralled you down from high power mode. Right. And now they're honest about it. They'll tell you they're doing it as opposed to before when it was just like, why is my phone so slow? Time for a new phone. <laughs> my maximum capacity is 89% and I am currently at peak performance capability. So, okay, so I still have a little extra time, I guess. Yeah, I know. It's like with mine, which is a um a, a ten a ten X R a ten no a ten S ten no XS Max. Ugh. Trying to remember, you know, Apple's nomenclature drives me nuts. Right, right. And luckily the battery's doing okay ish. But I'm looking at it and I'm going, uh oh. Mm, maybe it's time. But it's like, oh, gee, I just had to buy a new computer. Uh, <laughs> and, of, and, of course, the one I'm looking at is the one everybody else is looking at, the iPhone 12 Pro. Okay, order it today. You'll have it in a month. Oh. What, you're not going for the Max? Uh, the iP- the uh, iPhone 12 Pro Max is the bigger one. I'm not sure yeah. about the size, though. You think... Uh, you think uh, I would be uh, happy with the size of that? I mean, I'm always a, in my mind. I'm like, I'm always bigger is better, right? Because you because it's harder to lose if you put it down somewhere. It's like if you see this brick on the table, you know it's your brick, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I was looking at uh, options today, and uh, well. Um, if I'm willing to take a, uh, a hike up to near Saratoga, where my summer job is, and go to the Apple store in Albany, they have the iPhone 12 Pro in stock there. Mm. Well, if you have a day off <laughs> and nothing else to do, and a keen desire to spend obscene amounts of money... Which which will be spread out over the course of two years because I'll be probably going for the monthly payment option with Apple Care. <laughs> See, I'm not quite sure they're doing that up here. They they want their money up front. <laughs> really? Yeah. They 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 generally are like up here. They're like we don't extend credit that much at Apple like we do down in the states, which I never quite understood. I see. Well, I think part of it is, of course. Getting extending credit up here isn't quite as simple as it is in the states, right? Because up here the banking sector is a lot more regulated, mm-hmm. which is both good and bad. I mean, that's why we don't have the Apple credit card, and we might never get it. Ah, because it would re- because of our laws, it would require them partnering with one of the banks, right? 
So, yeah. But then again, our, our financial sector is pretty stable. So, eh, you know, win some, lose some. If you connect JR and Neff together, they form Voltron, huh? Huh? Why, Liz? Why? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, what? Okay, like now I'm now I'm getting this, this mad image of both of us in Sentai outfits, and oh god, help me! No, 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 no. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, it's already eight thirty-five. I don't think we're gonna take a commercial break because we're only gonna go on a few more minutes here, and then um, go to our post uh, show stream. Well, I don't know if it'll be a stream more or less. Uh, we're going to be playing Among Us tonight on Discord. As I like to say, the post-show shenanigans. <laughs> See, I can say post-show shenanigans, no problem. Mm. Ask me to say shish, shish. Sashomaru. Ah, Sashomaru. Sashomaru, <laughs> yeah. I can do that, but I can't. So, you know, I can say that, but. Uh... This is the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. I am JR and he is Neff. Remember that uh, the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is available on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio and a variety of podcasting platforms. Just search for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Um, And uh, if you would like to participate in our Discord, our Discord link is available on our link tree, which is linktr.ee forward slash anime radio. You'll also see the link to Twitch. So if you want to follow us, uh, maybe you'll get a heads up when we do one of our random uh, test streams in the coming days. So you can see how things go and how we either totally nail it or totally fail. So um, we'll be testing that out in the uh, coming days, hopefully. Uh, uh, Leading up to the grand launch of our show on Twitch at 8 p.m. Eastern next Wednesday, which will be uh, November the 18th, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yes, uh, we are moving up in the world, and we appreciate you guys' uh, support. Also, if you would like to get exclusive access to our supporters chat on Discord, you can do that by um, supporting us on Anchor. If you go to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio... And click on support. They'll give you some options there where you can make a monthly contribution to help uh, support the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. If you subscribe at the $4.99 or $9.99 monthly tiers, you will get access to our supporters channel. And you will get the all-important yellow font color in the Discord channel as well. Like uh, Flax and Shinigami Liz are listed for now. So um, if you'd like to uh, join the supporter channel... Uh, we give you exclusive content. Uh, we ask for your opinions on uh, future content. We show you uh, brand new Sarayoshida art or cosplays there as well. Um, and all sorts of bonuses that would uh, we would normally not post uh, in the regular chat or other realms until much later. So um, if you are... Um, Interested in that, uh, just go to, again, Anchor. And uh, you can cancel at any time by uh, contacting Anchor Support or by clicking on the confirmation link in your email from Anchor. Um, Those um, monthly uh, support uh, contributions are held by Anchor. 
They are not uh, directly controlled by us. Anchor just passes the money along um, once they uh, those um, donations are processed. Um, so uh, let's see what else is going on here. Uh, Neff, we'll talk uh, a little quickly about uh, the show you've been watching before uh, we came on the air here. The, um, the anime that's currently in progress. Uh, Usaki-chan wa asobitai, or Usaki-chan wants to hang out. Tell me all about this anime. Okay, now I'm, I watched a few episodes of it in Japanese. Now I'm watching English dub because this is a show where the wordplay is important mm-hmm. and trying to read it on subtitles, you don't get the same feel to it. Right. Um, this episode, uh, basically, is about how Uzaki Chan tries to get, you know, male loner to get out of his place during Golden Week because mm-hmm. he was willing to literally sit there and video game for the entire time. Uh huh. Which leads to a bizarre ish, a bizarre thing in a in a sungla- in a sunglasses shop. Uh-oh. Because apparently our tall MC remembers and thinks, yeah, maybe I could do something about, you know, video gaming because my eyes hurt. Uh uh-huh. so they're trying to get they're trying to get him uh, glasses that you know will work but you know uzaki chan wants to have fun with it so she keeps giving him different styles of sunglasses <laughs> some of which are completely ridiculous over the top it's just like blink blink okay yeah i would not wear those glasses for love or money thank you very much <laughs> and the best part was that Another character who is the daughter of the owner of the restaurant where Uzaki Chan and Male MC both work uh-huh. uh, is is along for the ride and is contributing to the fun because she likes to see the interplay between Uzaki Chan and Male MC. Right, and it's just like, okay, stop adding fuel to this fire; it's going to explode. <laughs> You know, and she's and she's trying. Like she, she's the senpai, so she's like trying to be, you know, more mature about this. But she can't help herself, and you know, hands him glasses that you know, yeah, make him look ridiculous. And it's just like, oh god, <laughs> wow. So that's one I would definitely recommend. I think they've got most of the episodes of that season dubbed, and there is a season two coming, right? And that's another thing I notice now. If a show does well. It'll get a season announced even bef- a new season announced even before it finishes. Right, right. So they're so they're really trying to keep the hype train going, right? Mm. Whereas before you'd wait till after the season, they'd think about it and then say, Oh, okay, in a year's time, whatever. Mm. So it seems to be a different a different mindset is now pervading the the Japanese when it comes to taking advantage of a hot property. Right. It's like um one of the shows I'm waiting for for the season coming up in January, uh, the time I became a slime. The time the time I became a slime, uh, season two of that's coming, right? And I'll be I'll be curious to see how that goes because the first sh- the first season was fun, but after a while you were just going, okay, the guy's so overpowered here as a slime that you're just like, where where's the tension? Where's the danger? He'll be fine, you know. He'll just absorb something and you know new slime power activate. Poof. <laughs> although, although I will say, you know, the one scene in that one that sticks to me is before he becomes a slime, mm. where he gets stabbed, 
and expires. But before he dies, he tells his Kohai, his, his junior at work, get rid of my computer. Mm. So what does uh, the Kohai do with it? The, the junior takes it and dumps it in the bathtub. <laughs> well, that's literally taking it. Yeah. Well, that's getting rid of it, you know, and he's like, you know, the, the standard prayer, you know, and saying, you know, best wishes and, you know, in big text underneath, do not try this at home. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, anybody who would put their computer into a bathtub and put water in there, you deserve what you get. You really do. <laughs> God. Well, something I guess I have to add to my list then. Yeah. And for uh, Caldeth who asks, yes, that is the, the character design. Again, she is legal. She is just short. So, you know, take of that what you will. Uh, including at one scene of the episode today that I watched where um, she's up against a subway car door. Male MC is up against her and is getting pressed upon her by a guy in a giant gorilla suit. Hmm. <laughs> and, and like I say... To describe it is one thing, but to actually see it and then see this poor guy trying to, you know, like, no, don't react. No, don't react. No, don't react. No, don't react. <laughs> to the point where he literally passes out on his feet. She exits the subway car or the train car. The train car doors close and he goes and the train goes. He's out cold on his feet. <laughs> he was trying to, you know, just not react. Wow. It's like, oops. <laughs> So that's uh, Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. And meanwhile, I'm reading uh, through the article describing it. It was licensed by Funimation. September 10th, 2020, Funimation announced the series would receive an English dub. It premiered the next day. So they either planned this out or they really, really rushed it. (laughs) Well, I, I would say the dub is fine. I'm just going, no, I think they had a pretty good idea of what they had. And they, you know... With some shows, you know, after the first episode or two, you're like, "Yeah, we're going to dub this." Because it'll, 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 no, it'll, it'll sell. You know, I mean, there are other shows where the dub's just not coming, or it's coming in a weird way. Mm. Like, for example, Kaguya-sama: Love Is War, they're dubbing season two, which I'm behind on first, and then they have to go back and dub season one mm. instead of you know dubbing everything at the same time. They're doing it that way. So, hmm. all right. Uh, we're going to get ready here, actually, in a little bit to do the Among Us on uh, Discord. Um, so um, we hope that you have Among Us and you can play with us. Otherwise, um, I guess I'll try to stream my version of the game in the game's channel for those who just want to spectate, and you'll see how the game works on my end. But um, at this point, we are going to... Uh, Make a toast to the Shoutcast server, as this is going to be our last show here. Again, we'll go to Twitch next uh, week, Wednesday, at 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, for all those links, we'll turn to Neff for the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this show, or any other show you've heard on the Extreme Mario podcast, drop us a line. Either email us at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or hit us up on our social media channels for information on those 
Go to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash anime radio. Mm-hmm. And there you'll find information for our Discord server, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. I think we got them I all. Think, Facebook, I Instagram, think I Twitter, Twitch. That, that, that's all of it right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, again, it's like, I will remember this. I will do it perfectly. <laughs> um, and somebody raised the question. Yes, Twitch does have its own chat. We have to figure out how that works. But maybe when we do these test streams, everything will become a little clearer. So um, we will keep you posted on all the latest developments uh, through the usual channels on social media. We also have uh, some new uh, Sarayoshida art and uh, cosplay projects coming up. Uh, we want to thank um, the cosplayers for helping us out lately, even with the pandemic going on. Uh, we have a brand new uh, Sarah Art Commission, which is going to be posted, I believe, this weekend. So please look forward to that. Um, putting Sarah in yet another classical setting, more or less. A very historic setting if you are a fan of uh, motion pictures. Sorry, I dropped my pen. Now, I can't remember. What was that setting again? Let's see. Um, uh, Big tornado. You you land in a colorful city and you follow the yellow brick road. Oh, as, as the local ad goes... The one with the shoes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, we have a local ad that tries to, you know, use famous quotes, etc., without actually paying for them, and does things like that. <laughs> you know, tries to describe the movie without actually using the movie's name. Right. right. And then eventually comes up with the one with the shoes. <laughs> so, um, so yes, we've put uh, Sarah in. Uh, the magical land of Oz, and uh, she is portraying Dorothy. So um, we'll be releasing that artwork uh, from uh, Star Lanosa, I believe, uh, and that will be this weekend. So please look for it on our usual social media outlets. Okay, so we thank you again for joining us for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. We will be going to uh, Discord. Uh, so um, once uh, once we're ready... We'll go ahead and make a post in Discord to have you guys join us in the games channel, and then I'll set up the um, I'll set up the um, the channel on Among Us, uh, the server for us to play on. Uh, you ready for this, Neff? I actually meant to ask you, do I need a copy of this game? Uh, yeah, that might help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm looking at I've got because you never explained that to me because I thought this was like you know a Jackbox game. Where, oh, I'm you know, sorry. No, no, no. Okay, so I'm looking on Steam and I don't know how big the download is, but it I will be too much. Yeah, it shouldn't be too much. So let me do that right now, uh, and it's not that expensive. Okay, mm, cool. Of course, of course. Now you know with all the protections I have on my account on my account on my computer. It's not working properly. Gak. Uh-oh. Well, let's get it. Let's get started. Here we go. All right. Uh, purchase for myself. So now I'm curious to see if I get, get nailed with taxes. Uh oh. Yeah. The uh, good old taxes from Canada. Uh, let's see. New browser or new computer? Or maybe it's just been a while. 
Mm-hmm. As an added account security measure, you'll need to grant access to this browser by entering the special code we just sent to your email. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, one of those. Yeah, one of those because you haven't, you haven't uh, bought stuff for so long. Right. It's like, excuse me, I don't you know, spend money on games constantly. I can't afford it. <laughs> so while you, uh, while you work on that, we're going to end the show, and we'll see you next week on Twitch. In the meantime, for Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for joining us, and remember, keep on listening for the Extreme on Radio Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.